Welcome to Bite That Bible with Every Nation NYC. We're here to help you get more out of that Bible. You can follow us on YouTube or any of the podcast platforms that you normally find podcasts. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at About That Bible. Uh, so today we are talking, we are in Exodus and we're talking about plagues, which is super fun. Have so you ever had a plague? Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm not sure. We're not talking about them personally, are we? I don't know. I mean, we'll work on it. Um, We are going to talk about why God hardens Pharaoh's heart. Because in the plague narrative, it talks a lot about hardening Pharaoh's heart. So we are in Exodus 7 to 14. Um, Can we summarize that, Nathan, super fast? Sure. Um, Moses approaches Pharaoh, says, let my people go. He says no. Nine and a half times. We should really just watch Prince of Egypt. That's it. Classic. Let my people go. Yep. No. And, and I mean, he has like a lot of like half truths. Like, yeah, sure, you can you can go, but don't take your kids. You can go, but don't take your goats. And and he changes his mind and yeah. plagues and more plagues. Lots of plagues, locusts, and blood and livestock, and it repeats again and again that the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart and that Pharaoh hardened his heart. Yeah. And that leaves the question: Why does God harden Pharaoh's heart? Yes. And are we okay with that? <laughs> I, well, I hope I hope that we are. God says I'm going to harden Pharaoh's heart uh, at the very Maybe. at the very beginning. Yeah. And then um, almost immediately it says that um, Pharaoh's heart was hardened. Pharaoh's heart is hardened, and then Pharaoh hardened his heart. And so there, it does leave a, a question of like, who did the hardening here? Was it God? Was it Pharaoh? And I think the answer is yes. Like, and we're going to think about why God would do that yes. after this break. Come back to you. Why would God do that? If you're in the New York City area and looking for a church, then please stop by and visit us in real life. You can find all of our service times and locations at everynationnyc.org. We look forward to meeting you and speaking with you in person. And now we're back. So... Pharaoh in Egypt. Let's put some context on this. What's going on with Pharaoh in Egypt? Yeah, so Pharaoh um, is is a king positionally, but also in the sight of his culture, he's a god. Um, yeah. they, he's worshipped, he's honored in and in a way that, and he's seen to have authority like a like a god would. Um, of course, they're they're an immensely polytheistic culture. Almost everything is a god, and so among the gods, there's Pharaoh, and he's kind of I think chief among the Egyptian gods. Yeah. And so in that context, when the the Israeli, the people of Israel, they are, they would have a God and would they just see that as an another God? Yeah. Um, one just God like, among many, but also like a, a chief God, like a, a God that is visible to them, a God that clearly has authority, like he speaks and then immediately yeah, something but the people of the people of Egypt and Pharaoh would think, oh yeah, that's another God. Yes. Yeah. So you can even see when there's the plague of the blood, in the Nile, Pharaoh has magicians, and they also make the That's Nile. right. So there's lots of like spiritual things going on, even for Pharaoh. And um, why, like, what do we see with his hardening of his heart? Like, what's happening there? Mm-hmm. You really see Pharaoh's pride rising in these moments. He sees another god encroaching on his territory to take mm. his stuff. And so Pharaoh doubles down in his divine state in his authority 
And Pharaoh says, I'm going to oppose your God. I don't care that your God has said, let my people go. The, the Lord of, you know, um, Yahweh. Um, I don't, uh, he's, he chooses to not recognize that authority. And so you, you, you do have to see it as like, this is a, this is a power struggle. Um, whose God is going to win here? Yeah. And you see examples where in the Bible, it says that Pharaoh hardened his heart, but then it also says that the Lord hardened his heart. Yes. So there is both going on. Yes. What is God doing in this? Why is he bringing in plagues? And why does he, this is the bit I struggle with. Why does he seem to like want to do all 10 plagues? If that makes sense. Like he's sick hardening Pharaoh's heart so that he gets to do the next one. Mm -hmm. Like what is like that? Like he's dragging out a boxing match. Yeah, like he why not just do one and rounds? Be, yeah, like one and done. What's wrong with that? Um, so God is making a full spectacle of Egypt. He's dragging it out for a full like ten rounds, as it were, yeah. to to really truly demonstrate that He is God over all of the gods of Egypt. Not only does He need to get um, His children out of Egypt, He needs to get Egypt out of His children. Yeah. So he wants to demonstrate over and over and over again, I'm the God that's uh, above and beyond each and every God that's in Egypt. And so each plague corresponds to a grouping of gods. Um, there were plenty of, of gods around the Nile, um, the, uh, and there was plenty of gods around the, the sun um, and, the, and the stars. And Oh, with darkness? Yes. Right. Uh, so there's, there's darkness and there's a, there's a God of the earth and um, and. Um, Moses and Aaron see the earth, um, the dust turn into gnats mm. or lice, and um, and Egyptians were obsessed with cleanliness. And they're they're and even it says even in their temple and in their courts there they could not stop the gnats, which is like saying your God is thoroughly turned against you. Yeah, so there you can actually see for each plague they're like hitting off a specific god. Yes, we will put some in the show notes to show like there's a table which has which one they're hitting off. So God is trying to prove like. I am greater than all these gods you like to talk about. Yes. So when they're in the wilderness and they're tempted to turn back to these other gods that they see having authority or power that have kept them oppressed for so many years, he's saying, look out, I've just, I've utterly demolished all of them. Uh, so God wants to gain glory over Pharaoh. When he says, I want to, I want to demonstrate my glory above Pharaoh, he's saying, I want to demonstrate my glory above the top dog god and all of the subsequent other gods ra and and all of these other um egyptian gods uh representing the sun the nile the earth all of them so what do we learn about god by him basically using pharaoh yeah i think what we see is is an emerging pattern that's all the way through scripture god wants to work in and through people um he, even the king of egypt even the king of egypt so again we see um I think in Exodus 7, God says, I will harden Pharaoh's heart. And then by Exodus 8, um, Pharaoh has hardened his own heart. Um, and God kind of does this, a similar thing with Moses. Um, he says, I'm going to save my people with a mighty arm and an outstretched hand. Um, and then it becomes like this refrain, with a mighty hand, God has set us free from the land of Egypt. Um, in Exodus 13, I believe, it just becomes a refrain that they say two or three times. And whose hand was used to set them free. Time and time again, with every plague, with every um, act and miraculous sign when they crossed the Red Sea, when there was, um, when um, Moses's hand turned leprous, uh, when he used the staff and threw it down, it was always with his hand. It, it specifically mentions, 
his hand or Aaron's hand every time that there's a plague. Um, I think it's every time. It's almost every time. It's, it's a clear pattern through all 10 plagues, through the parting of the Red Sea, through the staff before even the plague, we get to the plagues. It's his hand. It's Moses's hand. It's Aaron's hand. He stretched out his hand. He stretched out his hand. He, he um, stretched out his hand to the earth. He stretched out his hand to the Nile. He stretched out his hand to the to the Red Sea. And so you see this pattern, and then God says, it's my hand. It's my hand. It's He's just doing things through humans. God is using people. And so you can be against God or for God, but either way, God is going to use you. So <laughs> you can decide whether to be a Pharaoh or a Moses. Yes. Yes. Oh, man. And on that note, that was About That Bible with Every Nation NYC. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at About That Bible. Also remember to subscribe or add a little comment. We love to hear from you, especially if you have any questions that you would like us to cover. And if you want to read the Bible along with us, you will find a link to a chronological Bible and reading plan in our show notes. We'll see you soon. Bye.